This podcast is sponsored by Aurora Packaging Solutions, a global packaging solutions provider leading the transition to a more sustainably packaged future. They specialize in developing packaging and visual communication solutions that reduce the impact on the environment and bring sustainability goals to life. With a focus on partnership and service, they create a custom solution for your business. To learn more, please visit www.orapackaging.com. Welcome to Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors. Today's guest is one of my fellow LinkedIn Creator Accelerator Program members, Mr. Jordan Buckner, who is the founder of Food Bevy and the founder of Good Food Brands and the one of the founders of T-Squares. How are you, sir? I am doing great. I know it's a mouthful, but I like <laughs> to have my hands in a lot of things and have learned a ton from those experiences. Well, this is what makes us also very interesting is all of our unique backgrounds, all of our unique experiences. Can you tell us about Food Bevy? This is a community that you're developing of basically small food brands or, or smaller. Um, exactly. Yeah, so Food Bevy is an online community and platform to connect emerging food and beverage brands with really great resources and tools and partners to help them grow their businesses. As you mentioned, six years ago, I started an energy bar company and you know, Googled my way to <laughs> trying to build a business, which a lot of people do as well. But it was hard and there are a lot of things that I missed that seemed so simple. And so my whole idea is to really pull together emerging kind of brands and help them overcome the obstacles that they face early on. So like our community has about 650 founders who tend to be uh, uh, between like 200K in revenue to 8 million in revenue. So definitely like just getting started building their brands. And we have a couple, you know, breakout successes coming from there as well. That's very exciting. A lot of developing a food brand is hard. And (laughs) I can speak to that because I've worked with dozens or hundreds of them over the years of of packaging, but to do all the aspects of the whole company is an incredible task. So kudos to anyone who's tried doing that and double kudos to anyone who's been successful at it. Well done. Yeah, it's definitely an adventure. You know, I say a lot of people get into it because it seems easy, right? We all have like, we all eat. So we all have our favorite (laughs) foods, what we like and don't like. And so it seems approachable. But as you know, once you get into actually building it as a business, as a company, there's so many little things that go into account with everything from, you know, marketing to packaging, design choices, materials, presentation alike. Yeah, it's so competitive. It it is cutthroat. And I've had several conversations with companies that tried their best and just did not did not make it. So it's exciting when people can get through that first year or two and come out the other side as a success. Completely. So what's your day-to-day focus? You're you're helping out these brands, you're you're communicating with them on as part of Food Bevy's founder. Exactly. So every day I'm on calls talking with founders and industry experts to understand what problems are they facing and how can I help solve those. You know, for instance, uh, we have a Slack community and a brand was asking about their beverage can, their canned beverage, and knowing that they needed to have like that five or 10 cent deposit on there, but not knowing 
the intricacies of like how that actually works and the state-by-state logistics and who do you submit the money to and who actually collects the money, <laughs> right? Like something that like everyone's or a lot of people are familiar with, especially in deposit states. But as a founder, it's like, there's no guide on like, this is how you create those steps. So I was able to help connect them with some partners to help learn about you know, how to actually go through that process. I'm on phone calls all day, helping understand like what are the problems they're having, finding really great offers. So, you know, just talk to a marketing company that's able to provide like discounts on their branding and packaging design for the early stage companies. And so it's really just combining those resources together. Oh, that's amazing. I, I hadn't thought of that deposit being a challenge for a founder. I live in Oregon and we were the first state to do the the bottle deposit. So that was for us, it's we're used to it, but it makes a lot of sense that that would be a real challenge for a brand starting up with a beverage. Yeah, definitely. It's one of those things that, like I said, there's no like class or guide on how to do it. You have to learn by, you know, talking to another beverage manufacturer, maybe a manufacturer who's done that before. And they're like, oh yeah, it took me 15 hours trying to on phone calls, figuring this out. And finally, this is what it was. Well, it sounds like you're offering a very valuable resource there. Is it something that people pay to be a member of or how does that work? Yeah, there is a, a membership fee, but we keep it super affordable. So for food founders, it's only $360 a year, so a dollar a day. Wow. Um, wow. And my goal is to make it really accessible while, of course, needing to sustain the business so that we can keep helping people. That's brilliant. And I'm assuming that this food bevy started from your days of developing T-squares. Is that kind of where the impetus of it was? It did. So really my entire journey with T-Squares was talking with other founders to figure out these exact same problems. <laughs> and for a time, I actually put together like a, a mastermind group of other founders to help understand the challenges that they were going through and like solving some of these problems. But then like the business got crazy and we stopped having those meetings. And I was like, gosh, like I wish I could just have these conversations to take this all day long. And so with T-Squares, it's a great business. We were selling <laughs> to corporate offices for our snacks. Unfortunately, when the pandemic hit, right, the entire office market collapsed. And so- uh-huh. We ended up shutting down and suspending the business from there. And I was thinking about like, what do I really love doing? And I realized I really love just working with other founders. I'm a bit of a serial entrepreneur myself. And so I realized like, I can't start a hundred companies, but maybe I can work with a hundred, you know, thousands of companies and have like a little taste of their journey and live vicariously through them. You're like the godfather. They're coming to you for for your wisdom. I love it. And I say like, you know, I've been been on the ground. I don't know everything, but I know a lot of people now who do know a lot of things. And so I work as a matchmaker to connect people. (laughs) That's, I love that part. Yeah, you're connecting people. I had a conversation with somebody today. You know, if if I can't help you, I'll, I'll guide you to somebody that can. And they immediately, you could watch their shoulders do from this to this. Like, oh, this person's trying to help me and not trying to sell me something. It's so, it's such a, just an at ease moment. It definitely is. Yeah. So are the, are the food companies looking at their sustainability of their packaging? Oh my gosh. That's a huge thing. I'd love to hear your perspective as well, because especially I would say, you know, in the last 10 years, there's been a focus on reducing waste in the process. And so brands were moving towards trying to find recyclable options, but especially in the snacking space where everything is essentially plastic-based, sometimes has some metal oil linings, and it's tough to create a product with 
longer shelf lives while also being sustainable, especially because the smaller brands we work with, a lot of times they might have to do a manufacturing run of 20,000, 40,000 units. And when they're early, they're not going to sell through, you know, maybe for six months or eight months. And so they need that packaging to keep their product fresh and available. Otherwise they'll have spoilage, which also isn't good. (laughs) And so there's a, that was a big problem. So a lot of them now are trying to move towards more, you know, compostable recyclable options or some, even some, some like carbon offset partnerships where they're actually paying to offset the, the carbon that they are using from it. So that's really cool. But I'd love to hear kind of your thoughts too. And like, are you seeing more companies ask about that or are there solutions really around it now? Oh yeah. It's such a big issue. And like you said, there's nothing sustainable about spoiled food. That That is so critical that, you know, people are so focused on, well, let's use, let's not use plastic or let's not use foil layers or whatever, whatever might make it not recyclable as easily. But if you don't use that, your, your food will spoil in three weeks and it's going to sit on the shelf for three months. So that it's so critical. I'm glad that you said that because a lot of food brands don't think about that longevity of their product and shelf stableness. I spoke with the Tetra Pak the other day and he was talking about how if you ship in, in their packaging, it doesn't have to be because it's a septic. And yeah. it's like, Whoa, what what sustainability win because you don't have to pay for the fuel to run the 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 cooling system in the truck and and you know then there's no exhaust from the truck from oh, the refrigeration. Yeah. It really blew my mind. I hadn't thought about that. Like, you know, if the soup can be shelf stable and and not frozen or or have to be kept cold, that that's such a big win. So Yes. To answer your question, I'm getting all kinds of companies coming to us that are saying, how do we be more sustainable? And that's my favorite part of this job. <laughs> For sure. So cool. Are there any companies or, or products that you see that are for like snack companies or package bags or materials that are kind of coming onto the market soon that are more like compostable that have a longer shelf life or are those still like a decade away? Oh yeah. Lots of those. Um, one of our big customers is Nature's Bakery, and we just did a whole revamp of their packaging to make it so it was more sustainable, more easily recycled, and frankly, a lot smaller. So if you think about that, if you can if you can make it condensed and fit thirty percent more product on a in a box or in on a pallet or in a truck, and and you extrapolate that out over you know hopefully someday for these brands dozens and dozens of truckloads, that's a huge footprint that you're reducing by just eliminating freight. And if you think about it like that, it's it, you can make a big impact. I love that. And the one thing I, I was listening to, I think in a networking call the other day, and you were mentioning the company that takes recycled like or plastic bags and is able to upcycle them into decking material. And that seemed yeah. like so cool because it doesn't need to have like you know, a, a recycled or water bottle doesn't always need to be another water bottle. It can be something else as long as you're capturing that material. Yeah, it's, it doesn't, we're trying to avoid the land or even worse, the ocean or, or the environment. So if we can, can capture the materials and reuse it somehow or recycle it, that's the, that's the win. 
And so companies like Trex and Ridwell and Recyclops, these companies are doing things like that. They're, they're picking up the material from your house and they're turning it into wood replacement materials and things like that, which is mind, mind boggling. I mean, they've saved 5 billion with a B pounds wow. of plastic from the landfill. That is incredible. It's, I can't, I just released that episode. So uh, go check it out if you're listening. It's the episode with Trex. Incredible, incredible numbers. Blow you away. Oh, that's crazy. And I'll tell you, you know, it's interesting in talking with the smaller brands at this level, because I can tell you there's a, a saying that everyone has, which is, I don't know what I don't know. Yeah. Right. And everyone is just figuring it out one step at a time. And it's easy to deviate from like the big picture goal that, that you have. And it was interesting because one of um, one brand that I really enjoy, they're called Sun and Swell, and they make organic pantry staples and compostable packaging. Oh, wow. But when they started out, they actually, Kate, the founder, she launched a energy ball product, like a protein ball, and that had compostable packaging. And in talking with her, you know, it was a struggle to get the product out into the world because she had two new innovations she was selling, right? Like one was the compostable packaging and two was the like an energy protein ball, which, you know, some people eat, but also had like a, a tough adoption path sometimes as well. Right. Yep. And so she ended up pivoting her business just to focus on, well, to focus primarily on the compostable and sustainability aspect. And I'll tell you, it took off. She did a crowd equity crowdfunding campaign, like hit her goal, which is like a million dollars plus. Awesome. And it's just doing amazing work in, in bringing compostable packaging kind of to the food world. And she, you know, they package all their, all the materials, you know, so they do, you know, almonds and cashews and things like that. But that's just a really great example mm-hmm. of a founder who like struggled through how to make this balance between launching a new food product and having sustainability at core. And she's found this perfect balance of the two. Well, that's an impressive story. And I agree with her a hundred percent. You don't know what you don't know. And I still learn something every day. I had somebody introduce me on a panel the other day as an expert. I said, I'm not an expert yet. I'm still learning every day. So someday I hope to be an expert, but I don't think I ever will. Even after 24 years in this business, there's so much to know and it always is changing and the the priorities continue to to move. So we want to be able to adapt to that. Love that. So what's next? You guys got any big brands that are coming out that are going to blow up the market and that we should know about in advance? Oh my gosh. So there's a, a number of them. One of our partners, Belgian Boys, they just closed a, they, they make European treats. So like cookie tarts and Belgian waffles, crepes, <laughs> uh, all like delicious. So they're almost a approach or um just very indulgent products that are mm-hmm. like super good and they're in target and selling across the country, but they just closed, I think like a $7 million investment or around that amount from a venture fund that was also founded by the founder of kind. And so, oh. you know, wow. and so like really cool brand that's like getting ready to take off. And so they're amazing and they're doing really great work in the world. Well, that's got to be a good feeling for you because even if you had a small part in their success, I mean, even if you guided them just this one little bit, doesn't that feel good? Oh, it feels amazing. And 
you know, my, my whole goal, like I want to see everyone who has a natural product company be successful, you know, as long as they're in there for the right reasons and have a good product, I want them to win. And so that's what's so great in the seat that I'm in, because, you know, I'm able to help at least connect them to people who can help them in the business or give them that little bit of advice or guidance. And it's just been amazing to be able to do that and help them get answers to some of these questions. You know, a lot of times they'll say like, the, the almost like the example I gave, gave with the, the deposit for the cans, something that seems so simple can take hours and hours and days of time trying to figure out. And yep. if you can talk to someone who's been through it before, it can be a 10 minute conversation. That's it. And that's why experts like you and people that have been through it are so valuable. And it sounds like this community is so important for food companies and startups. So well done. Good for you. I appreciate it. I mean, one thing I'll tell you, like this whole packaging space, there's still a lot of unknowns for brands. And so, you know, I'll probably be reaching out to you for more expertise or anyone that you know in your network, because as founders are approaching it with these problems, there's still not an easy guide to say, hey, here are the, you know, best recommendations for packaging type and how you want to implement that into your process, the pros and cons. A lot of times founders are like, picking something up off the shelf and saying like, here, I want something like this. Here, do that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's their way of, of finding out what they want to do. And there's probably some pros and cons to that as well. Yeah, I did that with, with T-Squares and we picked up like an RX bar packaging and we're like, hey, we like this matte material. We want this kind of layer. And it turns out the partner we were working with had like huge problems just running that material through the equipment yep. and the layers were separating and it was just like kind of chaotic. So something that we weren't aware of getting into it and had to kind of change our substrate. That is so valuable to, to hear. And I think so often as a packaging person, I will be the last contacted by a brand. And so if I can offer any advice, if you have a brand, you're a food company, you're in part of Food Bevy or considering go, joining, do that first and then Figure out your packaging now. Don't wait until just before your release because packaging is an integral part and it can actually help sell your product. So, it definitely can. And bring everyone to the table at the at the beginning or at least before you get to the end. Because you're right, like I'm yeah. sure you get a lot of people who are like, this is what I want, go do it. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. <laughs> that story of RX bar is so critical to this because their packaging before was very different. Yeah. When they rebranded to that simple, you know, here's our ingredients, their numbers skyrocketed. I think the, I think I, the number I heard was like 300 or 400% increase, like in the first six months. So packaging can be your selling point or it is your selling point. Really? It, when you, when you, when you're not there to sell your product. <laughs> so, so it, critical. Now, and I'll tell you too, as you know, right? Like it's not just, it's the the design but to get that design to really show up and pop on shelf, you need to write materials, you need to write colors, and everything has to work together. <laughs> because I've also found that we're like, eh, sometimes this design that looks nice doesn't always print well on, on certain materials. Yeah, and that's where the, the print experts come in. I still learn something every time we do a run, and it's it's constantly moving, especially now with digital print. My friend mm -hmm. Dustin is a digital print expert, and I'm constantly learning things from him and his company. So fascinating stuff. Well, anything else that you wanted to tell the world before we end the show here? 
No, I think that's all. I'm just always looking to connect with anyone kind of in the packaging space as well, and always looking for any experts that want to help emerging brands. That's great. And what's the best way to get a hold of you and Food Bevy? Yeah, you can check us out at foodbevy.com. It's F O O D B E V Y. Or find me on LinkedIn, Jordan Buckner. I'm always talking about this stuff all day long. And I'll put those links in the show notes so you can easily click on them if you're listening. I'd like to thank Landsberg Aurora for sponsoring this podcast. And Jordan, thanks for your time, man. This has been really cool. Thanks so much, Corey. This episode is sponsored by SpecRite, the first purpose-built platform for specification management. So much has changed when it comes to packaging, and there's a new book to help you stay ahead of the curve. The Evolution of Products and Packaging, written by longtime packaging executive Mr. Matthew Wright helps you unpack industry trends and explains how you can use data to drive packaging, innovation, and sustainability. Download your free copy today at specright.com backslash book. That's S-P-E-C-R-I-G-H-T dot com backslash book.